0: Hi, it's Andy from Codec Moments. Just letting you know this is part two of the podcast. If you've not listened to part one, please go back and do that now. Also, just a subtle way of saying you can now leave us a voicemail on Skype and take part in the next episode. If you want to get involved, then drop us a message on Skype, codec.moments, and uh, you can take part in the next episode too. Hopefully hear from you soon. Bye. That's an hour. That's an hour
1: already. Right. Code at momentum. Code at momentum. We're doing finishes first? Yeah, go on. Right then. Okay, lots of finishes this month, so we're going to fly through them. We've got At Mike Tack Films, who did Mad Max and Yakuza 5.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yakuza 5, even more amazing that it took him 55 hours to do 17%. Crikey. That's just to get through the story, so good luck getting to the end of that one. Psalm 67 did drum roll. Um, Worst drum roll ever. Just Cause 2. Oh, he finally. finally did it. Yay. And he did Beyond Two Souls as well. Oh, that's, that's good. good. That's cracking. Um, quite wisely, he avoided doing The Witcher 3 because he originally said that and then I think he realised just what he was in for. <laughs> um, Grizzly Creedon did Yoshi's Woolly World. Good, And he good actually thing. put all of his out for voting on Twitter. Mm. and people came back said Yoshi and they also said Castlevania 4 did he do that? he hasn't said now technically he's still got about an hour or so left um, but possibly not it reminds me then (laughs) at Nick Hulk did Golden Axe on his shiny new handheld Mega Drive so well done Nick Fury AC3 as is usual we've got a list we've got Night Squad Star Wars Battlefront which was the full gold as well. So that's 100% complete on I was that. That's quite impressive, that, yeah. Um, as was, I think, Night Squad uh, and The Walking Dead Season 1, which, in fairness, is very difficult not to get 100% on that one. So, you know, that was a bit of a poor showing this month, Stu. <laughs> um, and then Bedlam, which I don't even know what Bedlam is, but he's cracking through these month after month. So, actually, I think um, listeners need to come up with a bit of a challenge mm. for him because this is just too easy. Every, everyone else really. Struggles,
0: Stu has no problem, so yeah. we need to make it harder. Maybe we should just send him a game on the last day of every month and... Yeah, give, give him three <laughs> hours to finish something,
1: yeah. So if anybody's got any ideas, let us know. All Fall Down took part for the first time this month and did Uncharted Drake's Fortune. Brilliant, and, we, and that was we'll that. that was our fault, wasn't it? Yeah, because we told him it was good. <laughs> And he, he enjoyed it, yeah, as far yeah. as I know. He, I think he picked it up on sale on the uh, PS store with the rest of the collection. VDJOMB OMB, better late than never, he's done Far Cry 4. Even I've got the platinum for that. Yeah, uh, but that is true. He did do the platinum on it as well, so Good work. well done. Good platinum pledge there. Late in the month as well, it came
0: through. And then... Speaking of late in the month. Here we go. Journey! I finished Journey. You finished Journey. So late in the month, I, I should have done it last month. Yeah. Um, and do you remember how long it took you to finish it? Ten minutes, <laughs>
1: but you did it. My so performance, my performance
0: this month has not been stellar. No, no.
1: So, who didn't manage to do theirs? Well, first up, we've got Square Freak, which, in fairness, he got in touch to say he was having a busy period um, and he had been making progress through Twilight Princess, but can he roll it to next month? Of, of course, course, you can. can. Then Rory, maybe. The only thing is, we don't know what he's done. Um, he's not got in touch yet. So Axiom Verge, right? It was Axiom Verge. So as soon as he lets us know, he may well have finished it. But until we find out, we're not too sure. <laughs> and last, again,
0: is at
1: Clinical Okay. Now, come on. What was the reason for
0: not finishing Killzone Shadowfall? Oh man. Okay. So it's it's, it's a myriad of reasons. Um, the first reason is that a while ago I reinstalled. I I put in a new hard drive into my PlayStation. Um, you did, and there's full instructions on how to do that on codecmoments.com. On uh, codecmoments.com, yes. It's and that's very the, easy. That's the instructions I used. Um, but I re-downloaded all my cloud saves, and I'd lost about two or three chapters worth from uh, Shadowfall. So I had to go all the way back to the start of chapter four. that's annoying and play it from there which was annoying and i'll I'll be honest that's kind of put me off for a while which is why i was like okay i've got to do this so i worked back through got to where i was pushed through past it and was i've not really enjoyed it but i was starting to get into it a little Mm -hmm. bit more and then i went to um i went to finish it off last night yeah and i couldn't find the disc I it's lost a poor, it. It's a poor excuse. It's a terrible excuse. But I went to, uh, I turned on the PlayStation. Uh, I didn't pass another beer. That's great. Um, I turned on the PlayStation, went to boot it up, realised the disc wasn't in it. In fact, Peter Rabbit's Christmas Tale was in it. Of course. Um, so immediately went to um, went to find the box of Peter Rabbit's Christmas Tale. Nothing there. Been looking through lots of boxes, looking through all my other game discs. I couldn't find it anywhere. So I lost Killzone Shadow Fall, which is why I couldn't finish it. Anyway. Matt comes around this evening um we're having uh, we're having about a half hour play with rose before uh, just, she went I'm to no, no, bathroom no, no, how How long was I in the house? You're in the house thirty seconds. you sat down <laughs> Rose went straight to the d v d shelf, pulled off one d v d and along with it out fell the disc to kill his own shadow <laughs> so clearly my eighteen month old daughter has hidden it. Deliberately, just, Deliberately to, just to show off when we then, arrived. Yeah, and then just, oh look Uncle Matt, look what i found, <laughs> what Daddy put here. So, so oh. no excuse for moving that into January then. I've got an hour.
1: <laughs> you're not <laughs> going to finish it in an hour. <laughs> right, so that's it for this month's and the end of 2015's Codec momentums. It's well been, done everybody who's taken part. It's been a good year, thank you. Yeah, we've, I think we've only been running it since August or September. It's, it, it's gone well. It has, um, so we're thanking everybody who's taking part, and because of that, we've decided to slightly alter it going into
0: 2016. Well, yeah, so we, we've always said we would try and give something away on the podcast every now and again, and to be honest, I've not always got organised enough, which is why the other week we had a Mega Drive, because it was about three months worth of budget. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought... Look, let's let's make it easier. We're going to we're going to give away uh 10 pound in space bucks for Code Momentum every month. So it could be either PSN voucher, Xbox Live uh marketplace voucher, uh Steam credit. Yeah. Your choice. If you take part, what you need to do is you need to nominate your game and this is the key thing. You need to tell us what you're going to be playing in advance. Okay? Yes. If you do that, and then you send us a picture of the uh, of you having completed it, or of the the final trophy. Then we'll put your name in a hat, and you can uh, you can have a chance of winning this ten pound credit. You still get your badge. Yes, that'll still happen. But you can also uh, you can also win a more substantial prize. Yeah. So
1: we've updated the credit momentum page. It's the credit momentum twenty sixteen. If you head to the site, and we've put just a very simple little form in there that um, you just do have to literally enter your game and your Twitter name or email address or however you want us to contact you afterwards. Um, that'll just get added to the list. It's simply because we're giving things away, we will just want to make it a little easier for yeah. us to track and make sure we've got people covered because you, we are both pretty terrible at remembering things on Twitter at yeah, times. Exactly.
0: But if you just want to take our fun... Feel free to drop us a quick tweet. Um, you know, if you've just finished a game, then uh, please still keep sending us your Kodak momentums that way. But if you want to, uh, if you want to be entered into the prize draw, then drop onto the site and uh, and just fill in the details and then uh, send us the picture on Twitter afterwards. That'll be excellent. Cool. So we've already
1: entered ours for 2016. We are not eligible for the uh, 10 pound voucher, unfortunately, according to our own terms and conditions. Curses! Damn. But mine for January is. Game of Thrones because I really do need to do that last part and get
0: the platinum and review it. My <laughs> mine is I got an Xbox for Christmas, um, <laughs> so you've got lots to finish. So uh, I've got an Xbox. I got an Xbox One for Christmas, which is awesome um, because back in uh, before I got married back in 2010, I used to have an Xbox 360, and one game I never got around to finishing was Halo Reach. <laughs> so. With backwards compatibility, it's one that I can finally get round to finishing. Excellent. Uh, so that's it. That's my uh, that's my codec momentum for this month is Halo Reach. And do you know what? I've decided as well, because I got the Master Chief Collection, I'm going to play the Halo games in order. Ah, Not in, all in a month, though. Not all in a month. So I'm going to start with Reach. I'm not doing Halo Wars, by the way. I'm going to start <laughs> with Reach, and then I'm going to play uh, Halo, Halo 2 then about halfway through that I might play ODST again before I jump into Halo 3 and uh, yeah
1: good plan good plan and at some point you're going to fit Shadowfall in there and finish that off this month as well
0: oh seriously
1: yes you pledged you have to
0: <laughs> so mean right okay <laughs> that sounds good so uh, yeah don't forget drop us a tweet with the hashtag Momentum and check out CodecMoments.com for more details
1: Okay, so I believe the next bit is your
0: challenge that you set last month. Oh right, yeah. Okay, so um, I've been I've been trying to do my healthy thing. It worked. I got in my suit. Excellent. So uh, that was good. Um, but I also, as a bonus, I got into my uh, I got into my dinner jacket, looking pretty suave. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's good. So, but I'm going to carry on, and um, we we discussed the idea of um, what could we uh, what could we do? What could we tie it into? I was trying to cycle ten miles a day. So it turns out that Route 66, um, the historic Route 66 in the US, is 2,451 miles long, uh, and that is a trophy in Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo. Oh, it's either five or six. <laughs> yeah.
1: It might be Gran Turismo 5. I think the Autobahn one, which was your other option. Yeah. But that's nearly 8,000 miles. That was nearly 8,000 miles, and that was a little Um, bit much for me. Yeah, that's a Gran Turismo 6 one. But I think Gran Turismo 5 had the
0: Route 66 called Route Master. Nice. Okay, I want to do the hashtag Route Master. Yes. Okay. All right. But because I'm not always going to be able to guarantee I can get to a bike, can I include steps? Because basically 10,000 steps, which is what they say you should do in a day, is approximately equivalent to five miles. And I probably average about six or seven thousand steps in a day. So it's not going to be a dramatic yeah. amount. It adds to my total. But it's going to mean that, you know, I think doing, doing just the cycling would mean that if I missed 10 days... I'm kind of playing catch up from then, and and as I say, with the job and everything, that's quite possible. So can I add can I add the walking miles in? Hmm. All right. No. All right.
1: You can have the walking miles in, but there's a condition. Okay. And you have to rigidly stick to this. Okay. Once a week. Yep. Whether that's let's say let's say now let's say Sunday evening. Okay. There's a good chance to be fairly free on a Sunday evening. Yeah. You have to put out a tweet with the hashtag groupmaster. And yep. your up to date mileage. Nice. And where you are with it.
0: Put it there. Yeah. That's a, an audio high five. Yeah. It's not as good as a tech fixation high five. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. But
1: what we'll have to get Dex and Rich to do is a special sound effect one. Yeah. Yeah. But Brilliant. yes. Yeah, as long as, as long as you keep everybody updated and going to everybody out there as well, whilst you're following at Clinical Andy on this, make sure you send him the messages of encouragement using hashtag rootmaster. Can I do a vlog? If you want to, you can do. You can do whatever you want. Just make sure you let people know you do I'm going to Google what a vlog is.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, so that's it. So I'm doing the route Master. So I am going to travel. And also, here's another question. Uh, am I am I allowed to cheekily use the mileage that I've already put in for November or do I have to start again in January if you're letting me have the, the other one?
1: I am thinking it's a 50-week challenge you've worked out doing 50 yeah. miles a week. It should start in January. Okay. Let's see where you are in
0: November on whether we go <laughs> and <laughs> <late> <laughs> use last rules or not. Okay, so we're starting January. Clean yes. slate. Yep. Hashtag Rootmaster. Love it. <laughs> okay, so, oh, goodness me. Believe it or not, this is the bread and butter of today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> feels, feels like it's taken a long time to get here.
1: It is. We always said we would never do lengthy podcasts. We are so sorry everyone. But it is a new year special and the reason it's longer is because we're doing we're doing this. We're going to do this. Yep. So what we're actually going to do is we're going to talk about our surprising disappointments of 2015. But to do that with a little bit of context, we did a special and disappointments of 2014 which actually I believe was probably about the length of this
0: podcast as well no, on its own. It was, it, was it was 40 minutes. It was epic.
1: It was only 40 minutes. Yeah, it was only 40 It, it
0: felt longer. <laughs> God, it felt longer. I've listened to it three times today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we thought we'd follow up what we
0: did last year because there were some pertinent things that came out of it. So, for those of you that didn't listen to last year's, um, let's give you a quick rundown of what our surprises and uh, disappointments from 2014 were. So our most disappointing games, Matthew, yours was Watchdog. Sev, yours was Far Cry 4, and I I copied you at the last minute and said the same, so that I didn't have to write any exhaustive notes. And our most surprising games of 2014, Matthew, yours was? Wolfenstein, The New Order. Sev? Mine was Valiant Hearts. And mine was 80 Days. Oh, you sound so young. It's nice to hear Sev, isn't it? It's nice it's nice to hear that I'm still doing exhaustive research. <laughs> <laughs> what what I particularly liked was um when we were when we were talking about the disappointments last year was um opening up uh, speaking of Sev. Right, disappointing games. Who wants yeah. to start?
1: Well, I mean, if I'm going to start talking about it, I could just it it would just be something of an open letter to Ubisoft really.
0: And that was it. Last year, last year was all about Ubisoft letting us down in 2014. It was. So was 2015 any better for them?
1: The long pause of silence as we really think about this. I am struggling to think of a Ubisoft game that I have bought and played this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, the standout one that I can think of is uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, Syndicate, I've heard Syndicate is very good. You've yeah, got the that, Charing Cross yeah, edition. Yeah, that,
1: that's why I've said played... I've played and gone through because I haven't actually played it yet. I've, I've not even installed it. So am surprised you can lift the box to open it. I know, well, I haven't. I'm having to um take up a, an exercise challenge to increase my upper body strength to get that box off the ground. Um, no, Forklift. I, I, I haven't actually tried playing it yet. So I have heard good things though. So it may well redeem itself from an Assassin's Creed front. I enjoyed the beta of Rainbow Six Siege but I haven't played the full game. Um, so really, I I don't know if Ubisoft have redeemed themselves yet. They may well have done. So what's? Uh, it's always fun to start with the negatives. So what's disappointed you this year? Do you want to? Do we want to jump into the my my biggest disappointment? I'm going to totally contradict myself when I start talking. Or do you just want a bit of a runners up? Let's let's go through uh, let's go through the almost rans. The almost rans we've talked about it already. Just cost three. Yeah. Just because of the repetitiveness. So disappointed at the wasted
0: space and the poor wrap-up at the end. If you've got a big world, you've got to fill it with interesting and exciting and various stuff to do, otherwise, you know, people will just drop off.
1: Or give people reason Mm. to visit every location and move across the map at great distances like GTA does. Just Cause 3 doesn't do that, Mm. sadly. It has some fantastic mechanics. It's not a bad game, but a little bit disappointed because I wanted more from it. Speaking of wanting more from it, and, and this might be quite contentious for some people, but The Witcher 3 is right. a huge disappointment. You see, that's one that we were quite hotly
0: anticipating this year.
1: It was, and I got really excited about it, and I threw myself into it, and my God, did I get bored. The I, It's the exposition. I, I think we might have mentioned it on podcasts in the past, but when I sit down on an evening and I've got half an hour or an hour to play something, I don't want to spend an hour getting some exposition story at me for a trivial side quest. There was just too much talking, too much dialogue and not enough action, and I got bored and as a consequence I'm not even halfway through the game and I haven't come back to it. I want to finish it. I will do. Might set myself a momentum challenge next year to get it done, but it's it disappointed me because I was so excited about this big open world and monster hunting and I haven't really done any monster
0: hunting and that's that's let me down. Okay, so I mean, it sounds disappointing. I'm surprised at the stance that you take, given that you're such a Metal Gear fan, that you're, you know, your lack of love of exposition... I can watch a 90-minute cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 4, because I know
1: it's a 90-minute cutscene. <laughs> I can't watch two people have an awkward, stilted, jerky, bug-riddled conversation that prevents me from running out and attacking things okay, in The Witcher 3.
0: Fair point. Okay, what
1: else? Um, Batman, Arkham Knight, not the main game. Okay,
0: because I was going to take exception with that. No, the main game is
1: fantastic. The season pass has been an absolute rip-off and a disappointment, and I really wish I hadn't spent the money on
0: it. It was expensive too, wasn't it? It was. It
1: wasn't cheap, and the fact that it's taken six months just to get down to some half assed content To come out the season of infamy which is good but everything else is is just i don't want a 60s batmobile skin that i can't even use in the main game because it's not a tank and that's the message you get when you try to select it it's disappointing um and shame on you rocksteady for being drawn that way with Wonder brothers
0: Hmm. that's a shame and um just Well, just looking here, there's there's one over in the, the miscellaneous column, which you played and I didn't, but I know it's going to be on a few people's lists of it, disappointments this year. You
1: know, you know what? Uh, the reason it's in our MISC
0: column. Well, I'll tell you the reason it's in our MISC column, because it's nearly something I clipped out of last year's episode. I, I asked you, are you excited about the Order 1866, and your exact response was yes and no. Yes, because I'm excited because it's a PlayStation exclusive and no, because all the recent PlayStation exclusives have been a bit rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) You should have put that in. Nailed
1: it. (laughs) That's why it's in the mix. It's not a massive disappointment because I wasn't massively excited about it. Don't get me wrong, I I enjoy playing it and it is gorgeous. There's just no content and for a game to be done in five hours with no replay value is just embarrassing. Um, But it wasn't a disappointment because of that because we kind of already knew it was going to be disappointing but it's in there okay okay so my my biggest disappointment of the year and this is double edged because I gave it a really good score
0: (laughs) but Metal Gear Solid 5 this is this is exactly what we said last year about Far Cry 4 though it's not it's not about it being a bad game no it's about it's not not living up to the expectations that we had for it yeah and that the
1: expectation for me was the story that's what i'm in those games for that's what i love about them and that's where i felt that it cut off too early and i've seen a lot of things about oh is it a symptom of konami cutting its um relationship with kojima and things going south and the game suffering it's possible but Forget that ending cut off. The build up to it was a pile of pants. It was awful by Metal Gear standards. It's great by other game standards. Don't get me wrong, mm. but the actual story build up was pretty, pretty rubbish. Considering what we've been through in the past with it, the gameplay's phenomenal. It does lots of things really well. A little bit repetitive, if we're really honest. You do that. You extract people all the time. But it's fun doing it. It's not it's not one that makes you bored but you do the same things a lot but the story let me down and that's why i'm so disappointed yeah. we waited so long for this game and i'm not going to give any spoilers away but even the last bit where you went oh well i saw that
0: coming for about 60 hours
1: you know it, it's not great
0: yeah i mean i think we we called that in a previous podcast and um, almost in a half-hearted slightly joking way and then Watched back at the end and we're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we you nailed!" Were, you were right. I Can't believe we nailed that. If if you want to slightly um,
1: ruin it for yourself, go and check out one of our. Um, <laughs> I think it's the Crazy Theories podcast that we did on Metal Gear Solid a while yeah. back, um, and Andy actually nailed the ending. This this was eight months before the
0: game came out. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a great game. I'm not as disappointed by the the story and and that, but I I can see where you're coming from with that one. For me, do you know I really struggled with disappointments this year. Last year I. I could have easily named several, and did in fact, but I've really struggled this year. Mm. And the only one, the only game I can come up with that I've I've paid good money for, booted up with some real anticipation and expectation, and then come away thinking, "Oh, do you know what? That wasn't what I hoped it would be." Was volume, and I feel terrible saying it because Mike Bithell is a lovely, lovely person, and Thomas was Alone is one of my favourite games. And I wanted volume to be amazing, and it's a it's a good game. Yeah, but it just it just wasn't for me. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I don't I, know. No, I just I, found it a bit.
1: I know where you're coming from. I know exactly where you're coming from. It was kind of
0: it harked back a bit too much to you know things like the original Metal Gear and and some of the you know stealth slugfests. I don't know. I it just it wasn't. Yeah, I feel really bad saying it. But it's a fair testament to everything else
1: this year that you actually haven't been disappointed by much and that you I'll be honest, I've have been sat with you while you've been scratching around trying to find something you were disappointed with. I think part of the problem for me is that there's... Oh, you know, you missed oh, you missed a prime opportunity. You said it early on. Star Trek. Traxels. Traxels.
0: I don't think I had any great expectations for no. right, it. So totally you weren't as it. disappointed <laughs> in it? No, you know, I think I think had I been able to unlock the Voyager skin far earlier, it would probably be on my uh, on my surprises list. <laughs> um, I, th- I think part of the problem with me this year is I've had very limited time to play. And when I have been playing, quite often it's been for review copies or research or stuff like that. And it's not been stuff that I would sit down and necessarily want to play Mm. for fun so the big games just cause three fallout four tropico five um i haven't been able to even zombie army trilogy i've not i've not been able to give them the time and attention that perhaps they deserve and some of them i feel perhaps a little bit disappointed in that but that's not the game that's me yeah and perhaps i haven't had the time and the exposure to them to actually pick apart the faults and say, well, I wasn't happy with that. I'm still in I'm still in the honeymoon period with most of these things. So it's it's been one of those years. The one thing I'll be honest, the one thing I've been really impressed with and the one thing that I did sit down and I played through from beginning to end probably helped that my wife was away on holiday with the sprog um for a bit and I had to um I had work commitments so I had to stay at home. Arkham Knight. Mm. It's probably the only game I've I've really sat down and properly played, beginning to end, with no with no break, without playing anything else in between this year. Brilliant game, awesome game.
1: Is that your game of the year?
0: Do you know? Uh, yeah, game of the year, absolutely. Yeah, and biggest surprise of the year. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe after Origins, yeah. Mm. Our origins wasn't good. City was I. I would loved Asylum. City was all right. City I found a bit frustrating because I think the difficulty level ramped up significantly with City. Yeah. Um, Origins was just an abomination. I didn't enjoy that. Different company. Yeah, and I think I was just nervous. Coming into Arkham Knight, I was nervous, you know, what was going to be there. The whole Batmobile tank combat thing really put me off. And it was about a week after release that I bought it on your recommendation. Um and I loved it. I loved the Batmobile stuff. I loved the game. Yeah, that was definitely my surprise of the year. Excellent.
1: That's good.
0: I don't know whether to go straight into mine or go for my
1: my almost rand. <laughs> now, now, in fairness, I, I did chuck out some disappointments there uh, and had to go at a few games. Um, We do have a much bigger list of surprises, which says a lot. It's been a good year for stuff, yeah. It, it's been a good year. I don't think it's been a classic year. I don't think my enemies you could say, oh, we've had shed loads of blockbusters this year. We, we've had some
0: very good games, but it's not been a year it's to not, remember it's not been a bad year. Uh, no I think you're wrong I think Fallout 4 Just Cause 3 Arkham Knight Dying Light everybody's well, gone to the rapture I think it, it, it's been a good year I don't think you can say it's not a year to remember it's not perhaps the year we wanted we didn't get Uncharted 4 we didn't get The Division
1: let's let's get to yeah. let's get to that bit no, let's, okay. fly, let's fly through our surprises <laughs> because actually that is a really good point You mentioned my first one that was one of my almost friends. Dying Light. That I was expecting not great things
0: from it. I was expecting a solid game from Techland. I'll be honest, I was expecting another Dead Island and I was just a little bit kind of ambivalent about it.
1: Yeah, and it came out and they had all the controversy where they delayed the retail release by a month and I ended up buying it digitally. I know you waited till the retail came out, I think. And What a great game.
0: Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant game. What
1: a really just pure zombie-slashing fun that's had six months of free... In fact, it's had more than that because it came out in, what, February? End of January? February. January, yeah. Um, It's had loads of support. For free, they've chucked out some DLC in the season passes. The you know, season pass has actually been good value with the following coming out next year. I think that's I January, I'm, February time.
0: After I bit last month, I bought it before the price went up. <laughs> nice work. um, No, brilliant. And I,
1: I loved it. It surprised me because I was expecting a solid game, I wasn't expecting as, as much fun as I got out of that. Um, Mad Max. Yeah, I was with all that being dropped from other platforms, being delayed. Um, having enjoyed the, the Fury Road so much, I thought I'm really going to enjoy the game. Yes, it was just good fun. I've still not played it, but I'm really tempted. Loads to do. Mm. I've still got loads to go back and do with that. Um, then we oh, token one, so we we're going to say Tropical Five. I was quite surprised. I quite enjoyed that one. And Peacefall for the fifty pence game. It's absolutely cracking. Is Peaceful just a little puzzle game? Um, Lego Jurassic World was just tremendous fun. <laughs> I heartily recommend that to anybody. I know Square Freak's probably got it in his collection, but it, it's a great little game. You've mentioned it, Zombie Army Trilogy. Yeah, that was surprisingly good fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's a co op one as well. Oh, yeah, well, as was Dying Light, yeah. Yes, mean, that, well, that's yeah. Just a good point. Dying Light was co op, and that was that was part of the charm. Drop in, drop out co op, yeah, brilliant move. Um, Fallout 4. It's a little bit of a missed one is this one because we always kind of knew. I, wouldn't I think we knew it was going to be good. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't a surprise. I think we kind of knew what we were going to get. We were going to, you know, a slight iteration on Fallout Three, which I think it absolutely is. the The world building stuffs interesting. That was the biggest surprise yeah. one. That's good. I like that. I've got a shack. Haven't been um, in it for a month.
1: Then, then silly things like Goat Simulator mentioned earlier on. But oh,
0: that was just surprising yeah. how, how ridiculously silly that is. That's brilliant nuclear throne that I was talking about earlier. That's, yep. a, that's a cracking little game. Um, and
1: Rainbow Six Siege, when we had articles, we've talked about this on podcasts before. I, I know I've only played
0: the beta side of it, you've been reviewing the full game. It's a good game and do you know what, there's a nice there's a nice little community there going with it. Still a few issues with the servers and, and bits but actually uh, it, it's good fun. It is good fun and with the price now dropping down in sales to around about twenty five pounds. I can't I can't encourage people more strongly to go and oh, pick no. it up. I might even have a look at that one myself. Um then we had the Wolfenstein old blood which... Yeah, that was my codec I... momentum a couple of months ago. That was uh that was good that was another another good one. And I think not necessarily a surprise because 'cause we'd had the new order, but actually it didn't feel like it was tacked on in any way. It was it was a fresh a fresh aspect of the story yeah. and um, and set up quite nicely for the uh, for new order. Yeah,
1: it did, it was really good. So that brings me to my biggest surprise of the year, and I thought coming into this podcast I knew what it was, and I've got down to my final two, and I thought actually, no, my my biggest surprise is not everybody's gone to the rapture. Oh,
0: now that I think that might be my biggest surprise of the year. Now,
1: I really loved everybody's gone to the rapture i genuinely
0: a brilliant game and i wasn't it's, expecting it do you know it's one of the few games that was really just in places just left me sat there on my living room floor because i've been so drawn into it that i've kind of got off the sofa and plonked myself in front of the television with my mouth agape just completely stunned and lost for words uh and most games take massive set pieces to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this was just so subtle and understated. It was amazing. Yeah, And I think because of the build-up
1: to it, I kind of knew I'd like it. And that's why I got it straight away. And the reason I've just changed my mind is because I've been looking at I've been thinking about a lot of things we've said in this podcast. And my biggest surprise of the year is Until Dawn. Wow. One, because I wasn't even interested in buying it, and I pre-ordered it on a whim two days before release because I thought we ought to really review that because it looks like it might be interesting. So there was no hype for me on it. There have been a ton of Let's Plays that have happened with it. It's got quite a cult status for doing that. It is a perfect game. It's into that couch co-op, pass the pad, enjoy the story together feel. But really, I had no expectation from it. It's a Sony first-party exclusive, and the experience of those recently has been terrible. But it's not. It's a it's a game that knows exactly what it's aiming for, exactly what it's meant to be doing. Has a cracking cast, some great production sensibilities, yeah, and surprised me because I enjoyed it. I went I went as far as playing through it about three or four times to get the platinum. It, I really, <laughs> really enjoyed that game. Um, And yeah, it did surprise me. It surprised me more than everybody's the rapture. And that's the point of this. This is disappointments and surprises. This is not best and worst games of the year. No, no. It's what did we find the most surprising. And that does it for me until dawn. If you've got a PS4, go and buy it. Because it is cheap at the moment. You can definitely buy it second and cheap.
0: It's cracking. I'm I'm swayed. I'm going to have to go and pick it up. Because I need to play this. But I do think I do want to get a group of people together. Do you know what I want to do? I want to, I don't know, I want to I want to see if we can get a bar or a pub <laughs> to put it on on like a quiet Monday night on a massive projector. And just have everybody... And just get loads of people together and just take a, like a group consensus as to, you know, what, what we should do for each decision.
1: Oh, like a tech... No, it, can... it just have to be hands up voting. Mind you, some of them are actually timed decisions, so
0: <laughs> the less people you've got, the easier it is. I'm... I'm... We need to make this happen. Let's have a think about that one. See what we can <laughs> do with it.
1: So there we have it. Disappointments of the year. And again, we'll reiterate, this is not because they're bad games, it's just they disappoint in some aspect. But I had The Phantom Pain because of its story and its um,
0: slightly disappointing conclusion. And And quite pathetically, I had volume because I really wanted to enjoy it and didn't... <laughs>
1: And then for your surprise for the year,
0: I think my surprise was yeah. I'm I'm going to stick with Arkham Knight because I I wasn't I wasn't geared up for it. I wasn't expecting the tank combat to be good, and I thought it was um I thought it was cramming. I thought it was feature creep. I thought it was cramming stuff in that didn't need to be there to Crammed. um. But it actually it really worked. Excellent. And mine was Until Dawn. I don't need to say any more on that. Cool, well, good stuff. So um, why don't you drop us a tweet to at Kodak Moments and um, let us know exactly what your uh, surprise and disappointments thank were. Thank you. That's it, what your surprises and disappointments for 2015 were. And what are you looking forward to in 2016, Matthew? Now, now what am I <laughs> looking forward to in 2016? Let's just play last year's. <laughs> yeah. what, what did we say last year? Well, let's... Um, well, on that note, and for me, uh Ubisoft need to pull their finger out and yeah. make the division the finest game they've ever released.
1: That I'm I'm staking the ground now. We will be talking in a year's time at our biggest disappointment of 2015.
0: So you're wrong? No, I am I'm disappointed because <laughs> it's not been released. <laughs> so we've got a lot of games. We've got a lot of games um that we talked about last year that just haven't made an appearance. So yeah, this is a, this is a really good point. And we we
1: we skipped away from it earlier on, but a lot of things we were really excited about this year just haven't happened no. at all. Have they been pushed back, pushed back, or even potentially cancelled in some cases? Yeah, I mean
0: we've heard nothing about Dead Island Two. I, I believe that's gone completely now, yeah. as far as I'm aware. No Man's Sky. We never, we never actually had a release date for No Man's no, Sky, but we just, speculated because we've been so much, seeing so much of it. We assumed it would be in this year. Um, the Division has been put back
1: twice.
0: Has it? It was definitely supposed to be out in December, and and again, I hold by this. I want the Division to be brilliant, but I'm so burnt by some of the other Ubisoft games that have been pushed back and polished. And you, well, you never know. Syndicate was supposed to be good. Well. We'll be able to say that for sure in a month or so. And you're enjoying Rainbow Six Siege, so maybe... I'm loving Rainbow Six Siege. I'm not getting at Ubisoft as a company to do some great game. I mean, you know, Valiant Hearts last year was one of our uh, our surprises. We'll see. We'll see. I, want it, I want it to be good. I'm a bit nervous yep. by what I've seen. Um, Uncharted 4 didn't appear. And neither did Persona 5. No. <laughs> I know, I'm so sad about that. So
1: we had a number. So we you know, we're still looking forward to the ones of those
0: next year that are going to get released. What else potentially is coming next year? Hitman. Well, that's number 1 on my list anyway. I'm so excited and I just we, can't hide it. We know that's happening.
1: We know the beta is happening in February, okay. which we can't wait for. The game is out in March. <laughs> Brilliant. We're looking forward to that one. Really excited about that. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Yeah, already had a delay. That was supposed to be out in March. It looks like it's been put back to August. Okay. um, In addition to that, we have mentioned earlier Dirt Rally. You talked about that. Yeah, that is that April. That's due. It's coming from the PC early access on Steam and it's moving to PS4 and I think Xbox One. That should be phenomenal. It's supposed to be more of a rally sim than the previous Dirt games is fine with me because the original Dirt was belting. Okay. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, I just love Mirror's Edge.
0: i would never played Mirror's Edge. Brilliant. I'm really looking forward to that. I'll have to give that a go. Um, And Ratchet & Clank? Yes. So, explain this one to me because I've never played Ratchet & Clank. There are a
1: lot of Ratchet & Clank games. Um, A staple of Sony since the PlayStation 2. They have a film coming out in April which is, um, imagine a Pixar-type film, but done by yeah, done by Sony, did effectively. D- did you say the film is the based film on the is, first The film is game. a retelling of the original Ratchet & Clank, as far as I understand. Right. And the game that is accompanying it will probably be a retelling of the movie, which is a retelling of the first game. Oh, it's all getting a bit meta. But basically, you, you put it earlier, you said, is it basically just resistance in space? Yeah. yeah. And you're not far wrong, because it's what inspired Resistance with the weapon levelling, the multifunction use. The but Chimera. It, but basically, just <laughs> Google Captain Quark. If it doesn't make you smirk, then don't bother with the game. If it does, you'll probably
0: enjoy it. <laughs> Okie dokie. So lots to look forward to in 2016. No doubt yes. we'll be here a year later saying, well, we thought Ratchet & Clank was coming. <laughs> <I don't laughs> the Vision was Hitman terrible. It's still not out. <laughs> Hey, we could be saying that with Hitman since it's episodic releasing. Oh we go oh, we could oh. be waiting for the final part. As long as as long as we don't get to this time ne- next year and say Hitman was bad because I will I'll cry. Yeah, let's hope that's not our disappointment of next year. <laughs> well, it's been a long podcast. It has. It has are been we, very um, long. Are we nearly through?
1: I think that's it. Uh, genuinely, we've got to the end of the list, and it is a bit of a lengthy one, so thanks for bearing with us.
0: Yeah, thanks for everything uh, this year, if you've been listening, if you've been uh, joining in the conversations that we've had on Twitter, helping us out, it's, it's really, really appreciated. We've really enjoyed this year, um, and uh, if you're just listening and you haven't ever tweeted us, please do so, at Codec Moments, visit the site, codecmoments.com.
1: And keep doing it into 2016, we, uh, we do appreciate
0: everything that we get through. Yeah, we really do, so uh, thank you very much. And we'll be back next year. Although, actually, by the time this is put up, it'll be this year already, but it
1: will be. Just just pretend. Shut your eyes. Pretend it's New Year's Eve. (laughs)
0: Until then, we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.